Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I'm extraordinarily excited to talk to you guys about something I've been thinking a fair amount about recently, which is letting the life you want emerge from letting go of the life you thought should be. I am coming to you live from Tulum, Mexico, where I have been living out of a carry-on suitcase for the last three months. And I'm happier than I've been in quite a long time. I think like many of you, I bought into a narrative that was based on consumption and accumulating. And I, you know, built my castle on the beach in Los Angeles and had the nice car and the camper van and all the all the the trappings that I thought would call in my queen. And with the pandemic, I found myself sitting in an apartment and, like many of us, kind of questioning what the future holds. And for me, I decided that I was going to take a little trip to a place where I could, you know, get really clear. And what I thought would be a one-week trip has now turned into a three-month trip and will continue on for the foreseeable future. I've been really questioning what I want to do with this year, given all the changes afoot. And what come up, comes up for me is this notion of, you know, how do we actually let go of the things that don't serve us? How do we enter into our fall, our proverbial fall? Because I think that that's what we're in collectively. We're in a collective fall amidst the pandemic. We are offered the opportunity to shed all the things that no longer serve us. And from the place of the fall, how do we set the course for winter and then spring? And with spring, new growth, new opportunity, new possibilities. There's a book I love uh, which talks about uh, essentialism. And, you know, essentialism is ostensibly how do we boil down our decisions to the full fuck yes and and really if it's not a fuck yes it's a no and that's been harder for me to practice than you know some of the other principles I choose to live by because like you know like many I have a desire and and a joy in accumulating but what I've realized is as I assessed this past year a great deal of the drama in my life came from my possessions, um, came from things that I like and presume to love, but you know may cause me more energy than they contribute. And, and I think it's really beautiful to take an assessment in your life of where are you spending your one most precious resource on the planet, which is your time. Right? It's the one finite resource all of us have in limited supply. And so when I did an assessment, I realized you know, I spent a disproportionate amount of time, for example, taking my vehicles to the mechanic and the stress that that induces. Um, I spent a disproportionate amount of time worrying about my apartment and you know, fixing things that you know, I have in my apartment. Now that's not to say that I don't think you know having a vehicle you love or, or 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 a home or apartment that you love is is something you know to get rid of, 
But I will say that in assessing the amount of time and energy I spend on those things, I realize there's a great deal of space, a great deal of room that's available to invest in things that are more aligned with my full fuck yes. And so the question I have for you guys is what in your life could be let go of to make room for something even greater? And by greater, I mean whatever is aligned to your vision and values such that if, if you called it into your life, it would have an exponential return in joy, in happiness, in fulfillment. One of the great decisions I made, which I've spoken about on the podcast, for example, was uh, giving up alcohol. And in giving up alcohol, you know, I gave up, you know, let's, let's keep it real. I gave up some fun nights. I probably gave up connecting to, you know, some potential, you know, uh, suitors potentially, some, you know, some fun times, maybe some new friendships that were, would, could potentially be forged through those, you know, late nights out. But I added in a year and almost a half now of no hangovers. I added in the opportunity to create new relationships through investing more in the things that bring me greater fulfillment. The yoga classes, the the sound baths, the you know, the 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 you know, I'm going to take up kite surfing for example and free diving. And for me those have a greater yield as it relates to joy and fulfillment than the drinking would have brought into my life. And there's a question which I've, which I've raised on a previous podcast that I like to ask myself that I would offer to you, which is if there was one thing you took away from your life and one thing you added to your life that would have the most profound transformational impact, what would that be? It's, a, it's an extraordinarily powerful question. And when I asked myself that, the thing that I would take away was alcohol. And the thing that I would add is a profound, loving, committed relationship. Now, I've taken away the alcohol, and I haven't yet called in the, the profound, committed, loving relationship. But I know that I'm closer to it because in taking away the alcohol, I also know that I'll be in a better place to assess, to attract, and to relate to my potential partner. Because I won't be pursuing good enough. I'll simply be pursuing those relationships that make me come alive. Because what I've realized is from a place of total sobriety, I do not want to connect with someone who is not in my charm. In, in Vedic meditation, you know, we talk about this notion of following your charm. And that means really dropping into your intuition and, and listening to that divine intelligence within as it guides you to the place of your most uh, fulfilled possibility. And I think listening to your charm is, is a great barometer for so, sort of the temperature of, 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 of your decisions. Is, is, this, is this decision, is this, this, um, this trip, is this you know, new possession, something that is going to increase my life happiness exponentially or not? And I've been engaging in an exercise lately that I would also offer to, to anyone listening. As I've been taking on this practice of less is more, 
I've decided that you know one of my goals is is also financial freedom. And for me, as I've talked about in the in the last episode, true wealth is the ability to do what I want, when I want, with whom I want, and in good health and with great relations. And as I've looked at what financial freedom means to me, I've decided that you know some of the things that I would acquire and purchase have far greater costs than I had previously anticipated. And what I mean by that is, if I decide to buy the bracelet that I think will add substantial happiness, that's $200, I now think in a way that I didn't think before, which is, will this $200 bracelet uh, not only add exponential happiness to my life, exponential joy uh, in terms of how I feel when I'm wearing it, but if I took that $200 and instead invested it in a uh, in my stock portfolio, in my retirement, in my in my dream fund, you know, which is 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 the funds that I use solely for going off and living in a in a, in a joyful way, uh, which travel for me I know exponentially leads to to returns. Is is this purchase something that will level up? in relationship to those decisions because that $200 bracelet if well invested will become a $400 likely over the course of the next sort of 5 to 10 years if i invest it well and that $400 could become you know a thousand or $2000 uh by the time i retire and that doesn't mean i think one should become a miser or become penurious because uh you know a dollar could be $10 down the road but it is, I think, a great way, again, as a barometer to assess if something is truly going to lead to an exponential return in your life. And so I would encourage you guys to think about it, and, and you can participate in this exercise with me if you so choose. But one of the things I've done is when I choose out of an experience or a purchase, I'm now taking that money right then and I'm investing it in my portfolio. So I take the $200 and I put it, if I choose not to buy the bracelet, directly into my investment fund or my joy fund. And what I'm finding is that I'm getting a tremendous amount of satisfaction in seeing that my sacrifice is leading to a greater opportunity for joy down the road. And I think it's commensurate with this notion of sacrificing the, you know, in some ways the fun, like the fun nights that I would have had out drinking for the greater opportunity and promise of fulfillment down the road, knowing that I'm way more likely to be who I want to be in order to call forward the things I deeply want to have in my life. You know, I think we have a fallacy in our culture that once we have something, once we have the car, once we have the girlfriend or the boyfriend, once we have X, then we'll be Y, then we'll be happy. And I think that that's, a false notion. I think that it's from who we're being that true joy arises, that our true happiness arises. And, and from that place also that we, that we attract and draw, draw to us the things that are aligned with that fulfillment, that are the fun. And so I, I'm speaking of this both in terms of habits and sacrifices in terms of, you know, I think, ways of being, and also, in a very real sense, material sacrifices that can lead to, I think, greater investment. 
and whether that investment be financially, you know, being mindful of, of exponential return as it relates to how money works or uh, exponential return as it relates to how experiences work. And if in tapping into my meditation and tapping into my intuition, I realize that something is not necessarily aligned to, you know, my great joy, then if it's not a full fuck yes, then I'd rather invest that into a fund where it will grow and be more aligned with the full fuck yes that is attuned to my great fulfillment, my great joy, my great desires, my vision. And so what I wanted to kind of drop in with you guys on today is this notion of what are the things in your life, whether they be material, whether they be habitual, that you are maintaining uh, or, or investing in, perhaps not consciously, that if you sacrificed could lead to much more exponential return in terms of fulfillment, in terms of joy, in terms of a feeling of safety. One of the things I've noticed is having you know, more savings has also led me to feel more secure. Um, and I think that that's not to be underestimated. You know, it's like when we have a place to hang our hat for the evening. You know, there's there's been times here now that I've been living out of hotels where I've realized, you know, if I haven't yet booked my hotel, I may actually be more agitated, more unsettled. And yet when I have a place booked for a week, I, I allow myself to drop in. Now, that's a simple thing. But what I've realized is that for me, that brings about a sense of security. And it's a minimal investment that has outsized returns. And that's, I think, what you want to do in this exercise, is thinking about what are the things that require minimal investment uh, that lead to outsized or exponential returns. And what are the things that you can go deep on, that you can invest in, that will lead to that great sense of fulfillment, that great sense of joy? And in doing so, I think you can tap into a greater sense of fulfillment and opportunity. And so as you listen, I'd encourage you to take the time to step out and to really do an exercise listing out the things where either it's a clear, I'm not aligned to this decision or this investment of time or resources, and to list out also the things where they're good, but they're not great. They're not an example of the extraordinary that could be in your life. And in doing so, really think through how that resource, whether that be time, whether that be money, could be more savvily invested such that you can create uh, exponential return for yourself. It's an exercise that I've been practicing lately that's led me to make far greater decisions and to be more conscious in how I invest, you know, my one great resource on the planet, which is my time. And it's led to an entirely different life. At the moment, I'm living very simply um, on the beach uh, where I have sunshine, where I have clean, healthy food. I just finished a cleanse, both a physical cleanse nutritionally and an energetic cleanse. Um, and in that release process, I'm finding entirely new possibilities coming to me. And what I'm realizing is the simple things lead to that exponential joy. 
you know, for some, you know, maybe eating out is is not uh, in your great joy, and you can utilize that resource to, you know, live your travel dreams. For me, I I love food, so I I see great food and great company, um, shared meals, eating out as a great investment. You know, whereas for some that may not be an aligned investment. Um, but I think only you know, commensurate with your own vision, commensurate with your own sense of of what you want to create in your life, what those decisions are. But I encourage you to be extraordinarily mindful and to actually list out the things that no longer serve you, uh, the leaves, if you will, that you can shed in this proverbial fall so that you can call forward the spring aligned with your vision, the new growth, the budding possibilities. And so that's what I wanted to leave you guys with today. I hope you're having an an extraordinary day, a beautiful day. I have been recording some really potent and powerful interviews, which I'll be releasing in the coming weeks that I can't wait to share with you. I'm so grateful that you're here. One of my great joys is this process of recording and sharing. It was something that I had resistance to for many years, and it's led to great outsized returns in my life. I I can't even tell you. this podcast has been a revelation. So, so grateful that you guys are here, sending you all so much love. Uh, And with that, I will speak to you soon.